What's good, everybody? It's your boy, A Mike Boogie, and this is the Everyday Bullshit. I'm in the EBS podcast, and I'm here with the crew, Obi One. Yo, what up? What up? OG. Hello. Ike the Great. What's good, people? Young Buck. What's up? What's going on, fellas? This is episode 670, what, 72? 72, bro. Yeah, yeah. That's what's up. How was everybody's week? Good. Real good. I feel like this week went by pretty fast. Am I the only one? Yeah, you might. Yeah. Nah, you're not. It was definitely short for me. Yeah, it was Every week goes by fast for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. You got a lot of excitement going on over there. You know? So, uh, anything new? You guys, you know, seem. Come on, where's the energy? Obi Wan, what's going on, man? Uh, yeah, man, I'm trying to do some research on some uh, titties. It's like, now just play. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's going on? OG, it's been a while since you've been on here. How's everything going, man? Hey, man, I'm, I am proud to announce okay. I'm going to be a daddy. Congratulations. Hey. Congratulations. I'm like shit. I ain't gonna be no fucking doctor's room. Uh I I'll believe it in a you few can, months. You can never you never can tell, right? Right. Right. Oh, I can't. <clears throat> I the great was good, man. Nothing, man. We got a calm before the storm right now at work, so this week was very easy. Uh, uh, next couple of weeks I'm pretty sure it's gonna get turned up. So yeah. I definitely enjoyed it. Had a lot of um um not a lot, but Friday we had like the um, the black people and the Spanish people uh, that we always have um, in the company. Um, it was cool. They tried to do something virtual. Uh, it wasn't as lit as it's been in the past, but uh, it was cool. And as you know, Young Buck was nowhere to be found. What is going on with that? I mean, as usual, I have the great as my big bro in the company. Ain't putting nobody on with these functions. While he was you. getting lit with his peoples, I was working hard. I've told you to join and you haven't joined. No, I've been telling you for five years. I applied and they still haven't added me to the district, but we'll talk about that. <laughs> we'll okay. talk about yeah, I mean, how many hints he needs to give you, man? Get on board. Get on board or get left behind. You know? All right. Um, so, yeah. Any any stories, anything going on? Anything good that you, somebody wants to talk about before we get started? Looks Let's like OG Bobby raised his hand. <laughs> of course he has a story yeah I, I do I do I do alright um, <laughs> so uh, for those y'all damn that story starting off bad already sure. <laughs> <laughs> only, 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 only Bobby is black OG Bobby also Oh, somebody! Somebody doesn't want you to tell this story. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that connection! <laughs> and he's gone. Yeah, we well, him. that concludes his story, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, another classic by OG Bobby. <laughs> Thanks for sharing, buddy. Yeah, we appreciate that. So, yeah, I have no story, but um, COVID. It seems like people care nothing about COVID nineteen. Uh, people are out and about without masks. Um, people are partying. They have beaches. They're doing whatever. What would y'all do if the government came out and said that uh, there's no way that we can create a vaccine for this virus? Okay, How would y'all respond? 
I'm going to catch y'all boys in the next lifetime. I'm going to visit my yeah. father Jesus in heaven because <laughs> it's a wrap for earth after that. Not necessarily. I mean, catching COVID doesn't mean you're going to die. That's the thing, right? Not necessarily. So it's, it's but, not. but you don't know. I'm like just saying. Don't know, right? <laughs> you like them eyes, motherfuckers? <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway. I mean, I, I guess the way I'm, I'm thinking about it is like when HIV came about, right? Everybody initially thought it was a death sentence for everybody. And it wasn't until they kind of figured out, okay, there's ways to... See, HIV, know. I think, is a bad comparison. Is it? Okay. Yeah, just the way that you catch HIV. Right. Like, if okay. I walk outside, I'm not catching, HIV. catching HIV. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the 80s, that's what they thought, though. <laughs> but, but if I walk outside, I might catch this COVID shit. But, uh, I mean, you're right. But I think, going back to the, the, what, the 1918 flu that they had, that's probably a better comparison. Uh, somebody, I was talking to somebody the other day where I think their father lived through it and they was telling them, basically, it's, it's what's going on now. Some people, the reason why uh, that ended was because people quarantined. Like, there was no vaccine. There was no treatment. You either, you got it and you died or you, you maybe you got it and you survived, but the way they eradicated it was just by quarantining. After it did kill 50 million people. But the way you got people that are serious about it now, and the way you got people who aren't serious, you know, that's just kind of what it is. You talking about the uh, Spanish flu virus, or is this something yes. different? Yeah, oh, yes, yes. Right. and the world was not as connected as as it is now. That's then. very true. I don't even think right. they had they had planes back then, but I mean, people were still able to spread it via like you know ships and all that but, stuff. That they have, but, but what was going on in 1918 that connected the world? War. World War One, right? So yep, there yep. was more connection to the world than probably just as much as what it is now. But we got to think about that shit. What if they can't come up with a vaccine? You better hope they come up with a treatment. No, I mean, listen. Anyway, some take of that these, shit seriously. What, some of these white people need to fall in line. It's not just white people. What do you mean? Like this whole not just white people. Fighting, right. fighting for the mask thing? Like, I don't see... Color, people of color, you know, fighting not to wear a mask. So, you know, they, they don't right. fight, and they're also not recorded, but I definitely see them not trying to wear masks. No, that's real. So, just from a different perspective, that's just a, a distinctly American thing. I have friends that live in other countries, and they constantly make fun of us for the fact that people just don't want to wear masks or want to struggle to do that shit. Them niggas is acting like there ain't no pandemic in Sweden. But Sweden did. They, they handle that. I'm about well, to say, like, no. Was it Sweden that didn't do anything, or was it Switzerland that didn't no, do anything? No, it was both of them. Switzerland and Sweden didn't yeah. do anything. And they still chilling like nothing is going on. Herd immunity. That shit yeah. is real. It is, but at what cost? Yeah, I'm going to say a lot of people died at first, and then the motherfuckers became immune. <laughs> Yeah. I think another thing that we need to also keep in mind is that I know that it's fun for America to be the laughing stock of uh, COVID-19. And, you know, they continue to get compared to all these other European countries that are doing a better job. But the United States of America is the third most populous nation in the world, right? All those other countries are nowhere close to the amount of people that the United States have. All those other countries may not be as connected the way the United States of America is. yes. Trump fucked it up and he dropped the ball in that regard. But there's a lot of people here. Like, and of course, India's numbers, I don't believe. And China's numbers, I don't believe either. So, what about Russia? <laughs> don't believe that one either. Russia, they burying them in the mountains up there. <laughs> in the fucking gulag. <laughs> right. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's safe to say um, the safest thing to do right now is just continue to quarantine and, and, and be safe. Wear the mask if you have to go out, you know. Yeah. And do the small things that we should have been doing, which is wash your hands repeatedly, you know, and try not to touch things. Um, that's, yeah, that's, that's, I think that's the PSA. <laughs> yeah. Live long and prosper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you can do. Um, you know, we, we've talked about this um, a, a few times on here, and I know how OG and Young Buck feel about it. And I think even I've had personal conversations with my wife, and we are going to be going tomorrow to to take a course on um, getting our gun license. And so the question, and, I, and I'll let, oh, this is actually, Obi-Wan, this is your topic here, right? So I'll, I'll let you go ahead and, and take it from there. I mean, you were on the right track, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> with with COVID-19 stirring up the most insane conspiracy theories. Um, it ain't no conspiracy, dude. Yeah, well, if, you go, if you go to a gun shop and you stand in line, it, it's, it's 95% white people. Well, black. I, I'm just saying, right, conspiracy theories, right? We're we're in a we're in an age where it's it's very very people are on an edge right. Race is really at the forefront of what's going on, and we are here that there's there's going to be a revolution, right? We mm-hmm. we do hear that people are gearing up, and and the question is, you know, sh- should we as the black community start doing the same? Should we start taking up arms um, during this time when we see you know things like the one lady pulling out a gun on the mother and her daughter because, you know, she felt threatened. Yeah, you know, that was unacceptable. That's crazy, right? Things like that. Like, so as black people, you know, what should we be doing right now? Should we be buying guns? Stockpiling. Before Young Buck goes, uh, I, you know, for me, I was, I went back and forth about this because I'm, I'm a believer that, um, what is it, violence begets violence. And so, like, I, I you know, at first I felt like having a gun was only going to bring violence to you, right? But since all this has happened and, you know, talking to my wife about it, dude, I'm, I'm getting cameras from my house, from my backyard and the front yard, okay? Me, my wife, and my mother-in-law, we about to go get our gun license, and we each going to have two, three, four guns in the house. You can never be too prepared for whatever may happen. You know what I mean? And I think the biggest thing to go with along with all that is just education, you know, I think part of it for me was just fearing the weapon and what it could possibly do. But if you understand the weapon, um, I think you can you can use it responsibly. And yes, I do think the black community should start arming themselves and be prepared for whatever may happen. Because I tell you what, when I go to the gun store, all I see is white people in, in line. And when they leave out that motherfucker, they're not leaving with one box. They leave, they leave them with like 15 boxes, okay? And they all know each other. Hey, Bob, how you doing? Are you going to go get this gun and that gun? Yeah. Well, for me, I want the answer to be yes so badly. So badly. So you want the answer to be yes? Yeah. I think think black people should arm themselves. Unfortunately, this country is not built for that. That's true. It's not built for that. Look, Breonna Taylor is dead because she wanted to defend herself in her own home. You mean the country is not built for black people arming themselves? Correct. Correct. Ah, okay. Correct. The, the, the laws are not, like, the people, the way that people think, the way the law is set up, it's not built for black people arming themselves. The thought of a black person having a gun makes people cops. 
shoot them. Yeah. The thought of a black person having a gun makes them a thug or a gangbanger. The thought of a black person standing their ground makes them a murderer, not self-defense. And we're going to talk about it later on. I don't think that this country is ready for black people to arm themselves. And in that regard, a lot of black people will get hurt when it does happen. That's just the way I feel. I could be wrong, but that's just the way I feel. And qu question, um, was there a law put in place? I, I remember um, maybe it was in the 70s or the 80s where a group of black men went to the, was it the Supreme Court with rifles, and then quickly after that they changed the laws about having those type of weapons that Young Buck, do you know about that? Or yeah, so it was the Black Panthers. They um, marched on, what was it, the Supreme Court? And after that, then there was like sweeping gun reform that the NRA supported, by the way. Yeah. One last thing I do want to say is that if you want tighter gun controls, let black people own guns. They'll change the laws very, very soon. Very soon they'll change, they'll change the laws. Yeah. Yeah, and that, that kind of goes to my point because I'm I'm like you. I, I want to say, I want to say yes. Actually, I'm saying yes. Black people, start arming yourselves. And the reason why I'm saying yes is because as a country, we are never going to have the gun laws that we need so that we don't have to arm ourselves, right? Um, because there's a paranoia running rampant through a community uh, that feels that another community that has never been a violent community is going to be violent. It's um, crazy. So because of that, and because the fact that there's a, there's a, a deep-seated fear that's rooted in our history that what I, the way I like to define it is that someone is going to run up in your house and kill your kids and rape you, mm. um, which is not likely we we have to prepare ourselves for that fear, right? And it's crazy, mm -hmm. right? It's that same fear that Nick Cannon was referring to, right? The mm -hmm. same fear that I don't know where it's coming from. Uh, so, but as someone that, you know, OG Bobby was saying it, educate, then buy a gun. A Mike said it, educate. We need to educate ourselves uh, definitely before we, we start thinking about doing that. Oh, um, just one thing I want to add is that I understand we're talking about fear, but statistically speaking, a house is broken into in America every 15 minutes. That is fact. That is not fear. That's um, number you, one. Okay. The fun but, fact? There ain't nothing fun about that. No, I didn't say it was a fun fact. I was just saying uh, it's fact. You just said a fun fact. I, I need you to send me those facts, and I need, I, you, to I, I need you to let me know how many times uh, a weapon is involved. I mean, but that is that's moot. That's a moot point at that. At that point. It's just saying it's, it's we're not. talking about fear versus reality. And in reality, every 15 minutes, a house in America is broken into whether somebody's in that house or not. I don't think that's reality. I'm sorry, my friend. I'm sorry. How, how, I just want to ask how often are people dying from gun violence? Very often. But is it more than every 15 minutes? I, I just want to know. Oh no! But the misconception. So there is an over. Don't get it. Don't get it. Don't get it twisted. There is an overwhelming amount of people who die from gun violence. However, the number one uh, death from guns is not shootings. It's suicide. It's people killing themselves, whether it be accidentally or intentionally. If that's the case, take everybody's gun away. 
Yeah. <laughs> you're you're right. You're right. You're right. point, young man. Accidentally killing themselves is hot. <laughs> you 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 prove my point. It's a combination of statistics because they're not going to differentiate between whether it's an accident or not because a lot of times it's hard to tell. Right, However, right. The overwhelming because people are saying like people like Obi One think that the majority of gun violence comes from people killing themselves, gang beggars, muggings, whatever. No, it's not. Don't put me in that category. You okay, well I apologize. <laughs> I thought it was you. No. However. However, that is not the case. And that is that is one of the driving factors for quote unquote gun reform is that oh it's so many people like people like to bring up Chicago when in reality most people are dying from suicide, not from actual gun violence. And so Yumba, I I, I do really think you're proving my point. And I don't want to get too deep into that conversation. Yeah, we don't have to. I just wanted about, to about gun that. about gun reform. But the problem is people aren't using their guns to defend themselves. What are they people, doing? People aren't using their guns to go hunting. The, the statistics will show that more people are using their guns to shoot at somebody or shoot, or shoot themselves. No, 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 you no. Just, don't, you don't just said that. It. Don't convolute it. You Not just said people it. at themselves. Okay, I, I, I said to shoot at people or at themselves. What I'm saying, if you put but those statistics it's, it's together. If you Why? Put Why those would you combine them? They're Listen, if you put those two statistics together, I believe that they're greater than somebody going out hunting. But I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying that I'm not saying that people are shooting themselves. Shooting, people are shooting other people more. I'm just saying people aren't using guns for a productive reason. So but hunting is a productive reason, and you're moving the goalposts. Because who said it was about hunting? The the start of this conversation was about protecting yourselves. And one thing I wanted to just and you took it somewhere else. You're right. I did. One thing I just want to get at right is that. So we're talking about black people arm themselves. The first thing I want to say is black people do not arm yourselves. Black people educate yourselves. And this was reiterated by everybody here and I'm extremely thankful for that. But educate yourselves. And in that education, understand that there is a difference between defending yourself and going to war. The overwhelming majority of black people in this country are not ready for war. They're ready to defend themselves. So go ahead, take your little classes, get your handgun license, you know, um, today we're going to we're going to give you some steps on how to do that. But understand that there is a very big difference between using a little pistol to go to war versus actual weapons. Go ahead and, and school us on 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 what black people should do if they want to get a gun. Sure. So if you depending on the state, because this does vary state to state, which is another issue. But whatever. Right. So depending on what state you live in, you're going to have to take a class, a very basic class on the understanding of firearms on cleaning firearms, to safe storage of firearms, uh, when shoot, no shoot situations, so when to use your firearm versus when not to, you know, um, ammunition, things like that. So that is the first course you're gonna have to take. So I'll just take Maryland, uh, where we all live, just, just into account. So in Maryland, to get a, a handgun license, you have to take a course, um, which is known as a handgun qualification course. So once you do that, you have to get your fingerprints done and you have to uh, also shoot a firearm at least one time, right? Once all that's done, you submit your application and you're given a handgun qualification license. And what that what that entails is you then have the right to buy a handgun in the state of Maryland. And it's similar for, for most of the 50 states. Um, Virginia, Alabama, you know, those big pro-gun states, you don't really have to do things like that. You just need a driver's license. Yeah, um, Florida. Yeah, uh, depending. You still have a background check, things like that. Um, that's just to buy a handgun. If you want to buy what's called a long gun, so those are your shotguns, your rifles, things like that. Um, all you need is a valid driver's license or state issued ID. Yeah, but they sold out right now, so. I mean, I guess you can also order them online, but that's, again, this is something differently. 
You know, you, you, if you're buying a firearm online, please understand that you can't just order 16 M16s to your house and a bitch is going to show up via Amazon the next day. That's not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> there is a federal process for ordering firearms online. You have to go to a reputable source. You have to pay. And then you have to get it um, shipped to a firearms dealer in your state. So that can be uh, a gun store or a pawn shop. Some pawn shops are licensed to handle firearms. You still have to go through the background check. So for all you criminals thinking, I'm going to just order my shit on Amazon and I'm through the loophole, you're not. You still have to go through a background check uh, once you once this, the firearm actually reaches your state before you can buy it, before you can pick it up, they do do a background check through the ATF, which is extensive. Um yeah, that's, that's essentially all you need, all the tools that you need for buying uh, a firearm. For people who just want a home defense rifle, or uh, sorry, a home defense weapon, and they can't really wait, you know, they don't want to take the class and do all of that, I would suggest go getting a 12-gauge shotgun. All you need is a, a license or a valid government ID to do that. Uh, it's a 20, 30-minute, not even 30-minute uh, background check, depending on your state. You do that, you sign the paperwork. Um, there's paperwork asking, like, if you're a criminal, things like that. You sign that you're good. You can leave out with it. But for people who want to wait, want to educate themselves, which I suggest everybody does, you go through the process of getting a, a license to buy a handgun and you do, and you do that. Um, there are different, you know, schools of thought on it. OG Bobby and I go back, back and forth all the time about defending yourself with a handgun versus a shotgun, whatever's comfortable for you. God forbid something happens, whatever you and your significant other are comfortable to pick up and defend your family with, I suggest you use it. If that's a Desert Eagle, a fucking Gatling gun, or a machete, you know what I mean? You do what's comfortable for you. But Shout out all my island people. You know what I mean? But yeah. the one thing I want to stress even more, well, the last point I will make, is once you buy your firearm, train, 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 and then train. You know what I mean? Because like anything else, it is a tool, and a tool in the wrong hands Makes you a fool. I mean, yeah, whatever you want to call it. Motherfuckers trying to use a wrench for a screwdriver hole are going to get nowhere. And it's the same with a firearm. You can buy all the guns and ammo you want, but if you don't know how to use it, you pick it up. You could potentially kill yourself, uh, your significant other, or your neighbors. And yeah. you will go to jail. That is true. So, I mean, so you're saying train and practice safety, right? Yes. Absolutely. Train and practice safety. Niggas think it's easy to, to load a weapon under distress. Nope. Until you got to load a weapon under distress. You know what I, will, I will say this, though. For those people or, in Maryland. Or even, or even in the gun range. Yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> side joke, side joke. But no. Uh, you know, in Maryland, those people in Maryland who are trying to just um, um, get a, a gun and don't want to go through the process because they're trying to get one immediately, the white people have bought all the rifles and shotgun. Okay, and you've said that already. Right. Yeah, hey, Mike, so like, go, you keep reiterating. Go, <laughs> go get your gun license however, as soon as possible before however, they take that away, too. But we've established that it doesn't matter because if you just want a shotgun or a, or a, if you want a long gun, which all you need is a license or a state-issued yeah. ID, you the can manufacturers go can't and keep buy up. It. What I'm it's, saying is the manufacturers can't keep up with uh, the demand. Who cares about manufacturers? You can go somewhere in Tennessee and have your gun shipped to Maryland. You just have to pay the prices. And oh yeah, if you—I mean, if you want to pay a thousand dollars, it's not a thousand dollars. Please do not trick our, our, <laughs> don't yeah. trick our, our, our listeners. Yeah, you know, I think one of the things also that um, you know appreciate you breaking it down for everybody is is really understanding the law and. Exactly. Uh, what the law is in your state, right? So there's open carry laws, right? There's concealed carry laws, right? Stand your ground. That's a motherfucking huge, huge law for, 
for, I, I don't know if it's huge for black people, it's definitely huge for white people because they've been using it to get away with murders for a very, very long time. And as a black person, that's something that we need to, um, that we need to consider because stand your ground laws may not really truly support um, black people. And there's somebody um, that I had mentioned to you guys, his name is William Marcus Wilson, who was in the same state that Ahmaud Arbery was murdered, um, where he was defending himself and he you know, fired his weapon into uh, the vehicle of uh, a car that was trying to run him off the road, killed a passenger, and he's being charged right now for murder. What state yeah. is this? Georgia. Georgia. Right. It's also and, in prison, right? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Right. right. And, 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 and he's in prison. And they, they, they wasted absolutely no time no in locking time, him up. Now, mm-hmm. you know, we can sit here and we can say it's a race thing as well, right? Because the passing, the drivers of the other car were young white teenagers. Um, and it was a young white girl that was mm. killed. Mm-hmm. Um, but and, and, can't and, do that. And, and you know, um, William Wilson is black, who also happened to be dating biracial. Uh, oh, sorry, yes, he's he's black, biracial. Well, he I know, dating, I know and he was dating a white woman. So there are definitely other factors involved. But he's thinking to himself, well, they were yelling at me. They were trying to drive us off the he road. Felt he felt threatened. He defended I think he himself. He had a kid in the car too, right? I don't. I, don't, I think it was just him and his his, his girl. Yeah. He felt threatened in a state in which you can defend yourself, but yet now here he is facing jail time. And sure. and yeah, I wonder how y'all feel about that stand your ground law and whether or not. So it truly even even before the stand the ground law, there's so many things we need to understand about the law. One, does he have any priors? And the reason why I ask that, my understanding is based off of the judicial system, they can hold you in prison for as long as they want until they decide they're going to take you to trial. Um, and, and, and the issue with that is a lot of black people don't have the money to pay the bond. That's, that's not really what we're talking about here, though. Because right? he, he, no, but he hasn't, be, he hasn't gone to court for the, he's just in prison right now until they decide to put him he's in front been, of him. No, he's been charged. Because of, yeah, it's because he of has COVID. been charged? He's yeah. been charged and, and with murder. Did they deny him bail? I don't recall, but he's been charged with murder. The article I read didn't say so. So, from what I read, the only reason that they haven't proceeded with his trial is because of COVID. Ah, I right. think one of the one of the witnesses of his trial got COVID. That's that is that is correct, right? Damn. A couple of the witnesses in his trial got COVID, and they're waiting for them to recover. Um, and these are witnesses that are actually going to defend his his uh, his his side, you know. Yeah. Um, but I re- I read a statistic that said black people who you stand your ground. Um, using stand your ground are almost 50% more likely to face penalty uh, than those of their white peers. And, and we can call out um, the Zimmerman, George Zimmerman, uh, these three men that killed um, Bob Arbor. Ahmaud Arbery, although they did end up in jail, George just, Zimmerman, Jim Zimmerman got off, but these, these folks took two, so three long. months in public outcry before, before they, they would even, you know, bring these folks in. Um, so it's just crazy. It's crazy. To, to answer your question, I already answered early on. I don't think that Sancho Ground is going to work for black people in the United States. I mean, and it's all about perception, right? It's how you're perceived. And once you're perceived a certain way, if the cops come and get you, they have all rights to come and arrest you. 
they also have the rights to arrest all those people that they're choosing not to arrest because it's a choice and they just view all black people as criminals in my mind that's how i believe it so if a black person commits a crime it's like oh yep let's go get that criminal that's it to me yeah no yeah. I, 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 no, agree. I I get what you're saying, and yet what we see in situations like this, you know, I mean, this this gentleman is he's 21 year old college student in the state of Georgia. Like, you know, A Mike asked about his record. I didn't read that he has any prior records. From what from what we could tell, yo, he's a he's a good citizen. Like he's a good citizen in the eyes of of his peers and in the eyes of the law. But yet mm. here he is not being given the benefit of the doubt not a lot not you know being able to use the law to his defense and yeah, so many for, others who are not in the who are not of good standing are able to use for black people the situation has to be very perfect barack obama took office and he had to be fucking perfect in the office right we know this about right. ourselves that, and that's what i'm saying it's like for him to actually use that around they had to have had guns and shooting at him and all that good stuff and Busting back, but I guess at that point in time, it's self-defense more so than stands your ground. So, so, so the other thing, us, I guess, just to play devil's advocate as well, is we have to understand if COVID is a part of this reason why he's in jail, then this is a different type of situation because we don't know, you know, if he would still be in the system if COVID was not involved. Um, if they can't go to trial because one of the witnesses is is sick through COVID that's just prolonging this whole situation. And again, I ask you guys, no one knows about the bond situation, but if there's, you know, a lot of times the issue with the bond is that black people cannot pay the bond and um, they need to find ways to make that bond situation fair for everybody across the board. But they so, can easily let him out on house arrest. Yeah. Well, I mean, he doesn't have a good enough lawyer who's, who's pushing for that. Cause you're right. Maybe they could do that. Right. And also, they, the the whole case has been given a gag order, so nobody can talk about it. the 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 prosecutors aren't saying mm-hmm. anything about a self defense case by the other. You know, they've given more. You know, they've taken the account of these young white teenagers over. I was, this. I was gonna say. So in the report I read, one of the in the in the report I read, they were definitely talking about how the police department was biased towards the stories of the white people. And the only, one of the few things that is the saving grace for this young black man is that bystanders saw the driver of the uh, the vehicle that the, the black man shot into was yelling racial slurs. So like this was in the article that, that he mm-hmm. was yelling racial slurs and that because of that's one of the reasons why they're being subpoenaed to court. You know what I mean? To, to speak on that. But I mean, it's, it's, a, it's an obviously unfortunate situation and, and no matter how you look at it, um, just, just being, being a, a fellow firearms owner, I, I, you know, it doesn't sit well with me just because at any given moment, that could be a situation that I encounter, you know what I mean? And it, it, it's unfortunate because it's like, so it's the weight of, do I protect myself and the person I'm with versus do I end up going to jail for the rest of my life? And one thing I will say that I appreciate about the, the firearms community, specifically the black firearms community is that there is a saying i'd rather be judged by uh 12 than carried by six and in this situation i'd rather that fucking happen you know what i mean i'd rather i shoot kill and defend myself and i have to fight it out in jury than my brothers potentially people on this podcast have to carry carry my body you know what i'm saying out to church 
Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with because you. I hesitated. And it, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. But at least we are thankful to say this young black man still has his life. While it is a, a, a bit diminished, you can't even say a bit, it's, it's overly diminished because he's still in court. He's still fighting for his life. At least he has his life. But you, and you know, it's crazy because, you know, that's what his family was talking about. But why is that like the option what we, we have to hang our hats on? Hey, mm-hmm. at least he's still alive. You know, like that, that shit is just crazy, right? It's just crazy. Also, I would like to know if he had to shoot back or if he could just easily trip it away. But as details come out, we'll, 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 well, we'll so, so one thing I will say, because I used to be of the, of the sound mind, of um of you know if I if I shoot I'm good because I'm defending myself. But one thing that OG Bobby always brought to me was well you know they can get a lawyer to talk about your aim and because you know people always talk about well why didn't you shoot him in the leg or do this and that and there are people to prove otherwise against that. So that's just something I wanted to bring up. That is a possibility as well. Yeah no um you know hopefully the law sees that what he's what he did was within the law and this is something that they move forward with quickly. Um, but yeah, definitely fortunate to still have his life. Um, this is the good part of the show here where we do the not so rapid fire. So Obi-Wan, I'll let Damn. you know. <laughs> right. You didn't even set us up properly. Man. Well, moving, moving on from the bad part of the show, apparently. <laughs> uh, I said yeah. fun part. I didn't say bad. I said fun you said, part. You said this is the good part. Oh, I meant so. Fun. So <laughs> obviously, the rest of the shit we did was lame. So all we're gonna have for episode is just gonna be rapid fire. No, um, not so rapid fire. Or not so rapid fire. That's right. So let's get into not so rapid fire. Uh, we've all heard Terry Crews come out and make a fool of himself, or maybe he made a coon of himself, uh, as some would say. Himself. Uh, but he went on. He went on the Don Lemon show to kind of actually die by his words, and <laughs> I don't know if y'all. I don't know if y'all listen to it, but no. he is just. He's he's gone. Like he's he, he's not even equate what he's even defending and standing for. Based off of what I could tell, doesn't even equate to what is going on with Black Lives. And my my whole thing is like, what is your point? Like, what is it that you're actually standing for? And coming out and talking about black people have to be careful of black supremacy. We haven't gotten shit yet. <laughs> oh wait, he like, was still <laughs> preaching that to Don Lemon. Absolutely, he said. I said he <laughs> went on Don Lemon to die by his words. That so I'm just trying to understand. Like <laughs> we we haven't gotten anything yet. What is this whole tactic of feeling like we gotta call each other out? Because we we do do dumb shit like the same way we came at Nick Cannon for apologizing and calling him sellout. That's not necessary. That's dumb. But that's really a small part of what's going on in a much larger and more important thing. I just don't understand why he still wants to stand here on this hill. I think he just wants attention. Honestly, I think he wants to stay relevant as as much as possible. Maybe this is good for his career. I don't know. Um, but outside of that, no one really takes this nigger seriously. Damn. Oof. Oh, we got to edit that. No, <laughs> no. I mean, that's how it feels. That's how it feels. No, I mean, it's definitely true. He ain't standing up for Gabrielle Union. Like, you ain't standing up for Black Lives. Like, it's clear where you where you stand, Joe. You over here comparing apples to oranges. But um, we're going to pray I, for Terry Crews. I, I think it's one of two things. But I think, one, he, he can see the future, right, because okay. that's a possibility. 
Or two, he literally lives in a parallel dimension and he just jumps back and forth between the two and he's getting confused by what's happening. Uh, because in that parallel dimension, black people are, uh, are the majority and there's black supremacy. So, uh, No, that's true. I think some for him. Of, he's going through some things, man. Yeah, some of what he said stems from him Sarcasm, being... by the way. <laughs> being facetious. <laughs> I was, but some of what he said stems from him being chastised by black people, right? People calling him out, people calling him like Uncle Tom or people calling him a coon or people like, you know, and he's, cause he's had a lot of issues, you know, where people have looked at him like, you're not standing up for black people. Like, what are you doing? You're a sellout. And I think all of that is really what's playing into it now. But if it walks like a duck, talks like a duck, must be a motherfucking duck. Yeah. So, all right. We're going to leave that where it is, and we're going to move on to uh, where the w- WNBA living uh, for the remainder of their uh, WNBA season. Have y'all seen seen these joints? No. no. Have, you seen, have you seen the bubble that they living in? No. No. I haven't you know, seen the male bubble or the women's bubble. You, you know how, like, you go to the toy store to buy bubbles for your kid, and they got the brand name bubble, then they got the generic bubble, mm-hmm. then they got the Dollar Tree bubble? These motherfuckers living in the Dollar Tree bubble. Oh, shit. I mean, are, like, but are you surprised, right? We had this conversation before about how much money the WNBA is paying their players and how much they're bringing in. This is probably a budget situation. Absolutely. I am not surprised. I'm surprised that they surprised. No lie. That's true. You're an asshole. I'm going to ask you. It's real. What? What, what is their budget? I think I think we said it was like sixty six thousand, some some ridiculous shit like that. But what did they think they were gonna get? Luxury hotels? I mean, they thought they was gonna get motel Lug- luxury living situations. First of all, they they put them up in a dorm room because they share in the same laundry space. <sighs> like that shit is crazy. If you haven't seen these these images of where the WNBA is living. You need to go open that shit up. They should boycott, man. I can't find it. Boycott what? What are they boycotting, Uh, (laughs) a young buck? You know, the only thing I heard was uh, NBA players complaining about the bubble. I hadn't heard anything about the WNBA, but... Nah, NBA players complaining about the snitch hotline, too. You know, I I will be honest. (laughs) This is going to sound like an asshole here, but, like, why is the WNBA still, like, trying to play this season? (laughs) I mean, yeah. no, seriously, like, their viewership Damn, misogynist. is... No, no, but think about it from this perspective. Their viewership is not high already, and COVID-19 is a serious situation. Why put yourself in a dangerous situation for something that is not even viewed that high, right? For the love of the game. Is that what it fans. is? And they have dedicated fans. People watch the WNBA. Yeah, but nobody's coming to watch the fucking game. They're watching it on TV. Nobody's... But you could argue the same thing, that nobody's coming to watch NBA games. So why yeah, but the viewership on? numbers will still be high. The w- yeah. Nobody's like, going to be watching WNBA on TV. I, and they're not going to make money from that. And actually, you know what? Be, they may, considering the like time that we're in. Yeah. And right, they haven't gotten any sports. There's not really anything on TV. If you're not in the Netflix and you're watching these new shows, you might sit down and watch some like ass WNBA. Wow. At this point, niggas is watching snail racing because it's on Sports Center, okay? Like, hey, I like, I like golf. <laughs> by yourself on that one. Yeah. I like golf. I go golfing. Yeah, we don't go golf. Anyway, so uh y'all do remember when we had the conversation, we talked about the the girlfriend that gifted her boyfriend 
um, with some property for his birthday, right? And his response was, I wanted some J's or I wanted a watch. He said he wanted a watch. A Rolex watch, actually. He wanted a Rolex watch. And we just thought, well, he was a clown-ass motherfucker. Yes, he was. Well, his birthday. Apparently, I, didn't, I didn't think so. Well, apparently a man proposed uh, to his girlfriend with um $70,000 receipt for his student loans. Oof. Sure. That's brilliant. I'll marry you. And what happened after that? I don't know. What happened after that? Oh, she <laughs> said she still wants a ring. She said she still wants a ring. Yes. The motherfucker paid off $70,000 in debt, and she said she still wants a ring. Well, maybe she doesn't want, like, a big-ass ring. Maybe she just wants some Listen, type of imi- we have, we have imagery on her finger. Yeah. We've been um, programmed. Okay. Especially in America. Let's get a rubber band for her finger. Young Buck, at that point, yeah, okay, so she wants the ring. At that point, go buy your own fucking ring. Are you kidding me? (laughs) What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I just paid $70,000 for your student loan to be paid off. Oh, maybe she just wants a ring. Before we we get into that, there's some some multiple choice here, right? Yes. Some multiple choice. A, is she reasonable? B, is she ungrateful? C, is she smart? Or D, is she dumb? For still wanting a ring before getting married. E, B and D, ungrateful and dumb. No, she's not ungrateful because she did say thank you. Everybody's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. an asshole. This, 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 I'm, glad, I'm glad our viewers got to see this. This right here is the epitome of assholeness. <laughs> you can say thankful and still be ungrateful. Thank yeah. you. No, nah, I mean, listen. She ain't even ungrateful. She's an ingrate. <laughs> <laughs> I just think she is an ingrate a thousand percent. We, yeah. we're, just, we're just programmed to, to do this, right? I remember um, a while back, my dad got my mother an upgraded ring, right? And, you know, I, was, I think I was still in college or I had just graduated. I wasn't making no damn money. And my father was making, like, good money. And he shows up with this ring, and I started clowning him, like, this ring ain't that, you know, it's not that big. But in their mind, it's not about how big the ring or how expensive a ring. It's just a symbolism of love. But in America, I feel like we've been programmed that you got to buy a certain type of cut. You got to buy a certain size, the clarity and all that. And it's important. That shows the love. And but that's she didn't all- say all that. Just how you said the ring was the symbolism. Maybe she just wants that same symbolism as well. Listen, like $70,000 he paid off. What else most, does he... Most women want a ring that looks big. Yeah. They don't care if it's trash, because it probably is trash <laughs> if it looks big. God let's, damn. No, let's be honest. Ask a woman what kind of ring she wants. She doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about. Nah, that's, they don't. Most that's true. They that's don't. facts. They don't. So... But she's definitely be ungrateful and see dumb. dumb. And if no, I be dumb, I want to know what he what and he she's did. E single because I'm gonna dump her. Ass. <laughs> no, <laughs> you already invested. Yeah, no, you can't I even. Would, I would have got my seventy k. You gonna sue her ass? <laughs> You're not gonna no. be able to get court. that back. Hell no. Like uh, somebody, somebody fraudulently paid off seventy k. <laughs> can I get that back? Is is there any results on what happened after she said I still want to ring? I don't nah. know, but, we, but we I think at the end of the day, he, he didn't know who he didn't know who who, who he had, man. No, he did, because I, I think you know most women would have probably said the same thing. <laughs> you know, let's be honest. Like, well, he said, uh, 
they would have said that. Like, let's be honest, yeah. I don't. I, don't, I disagree. I you would have to explain. I disagree because there are some. Yeah, you would have to explain. You have to explain. There are some women out there that have bought their own rings to get married because the man was didn't have it to propose to her with the ring. Yeah, Jim well, she wanted a ring, yeah, so okay. she bought one, bought her own ring for herself, and got married. I know somebody I, very close to us that did that. Yeah, I was just gonna say a genuine woman is not gonna. She's she's gonna look at the hard work that you went through to pay off that 70k debt and be like, yes, that's what I want. Yes, let's get married. Because I understood, I understand what that means. So, but, you know, yeah. Does I, it mean that she doesn't get a ring at all because you paid off 70000 That's the thing. No, it doesn't. It just means let's get married and move the fuck on with our lives. As and then eventually you get a ring or something, right? As, as, you're going to get more than a ring. You're going to get a bomb-ass right, fucking house. That's you true. Might get a, you might get a Benz with that shit, too. But like, what I'm saying is, essentially, does she eventually does she get a ring? If she truly wants a ring, I'm sure she'll get a ring. But her holdup for not getting married shouldn't be you're waiting for a ring after he just paid seventy k in debt. You just said that shit. Janet Jackson said it. Said, what, what have you she, done for me lately? Like, she, I, what have you done for me? Seventy thousand, bitch. She requires a ring before getting married. Is what she said. Uh, yeah. So, oh, okay. Ring, okay. ring pop, bitch. Yeah, hey, that's the fact. Yes. First of all, we're not referring to her as a bitch. We got all of this. However, nah, I agree. Fuck. No, no, that's, that, 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 that's bitch behavior. That's some bitch assness. If I've, <laughs> yeah. if I've if heard of it. If a guy it. did it, I would call him a bitch too. Facts. Right. That, that nigga with the Rolex, he was a bitch assness nigga too. Right. <laughs> At the end of the day, man, honestly, women don't want to be married. They just want to be on Instagram and made them feel important. I stand by that. We well, don't, OG, well, OG ladies, we don't all believe that. Huh? I said I OG has something to say, but I won't repeat what he said. <laughs> what did OG say? No, it doesn't matter. We moving on. Next topic. Oh. <laughs> For 70K? Anyway, um, speaking of owning people, Asheville, <laughs> Asheville North Carolina has decided to approve reparations for his black residents that were owned by slaves. Uh, nah, but yes. So uh, Asheville, North Carolina is going to give reparations to uh, their black residents. I don't really know how this is going to work. Oh, um, what the details of it is? Because I better get money because I am a resident of Asheville, North Carolina. Or <laughs> if it's not money, I better get whatever it is they're giving out. Um, but I'm curious to see how this is going to work. I don't think it will. Is this a, a good step in the right direction, you think? No. I, I think we should stop looking for reparations because reparations mean like some type of monetary payment. No, I mean, I, I, I think we should. 40 acres and a meal, my nigga. Well, yeah. I, think we should, I think we should define what As 40 acres and a meal is. Right? The meal was added. I think we should define what 40 acres and a meal is because, for, frankly, I don't really. I'll take a million dollars. If you give it on a million dollars, I'll take a million dollars, right? I mean, shit. But if you're going to give me out $100,000, don't get me wrong, I'll take that too, but I'd rather you invest that in black communities, right? Okay. I think yeah, there's, I there's, there's a better way to really build, because as black people, what we need, what do we need? We need wealth, right? We need investment in our communities, right? We need investment in education. If those are the things that we truly need. So if they're going to set that up in Asheville, I'll take that over money every day. Because, yeah, I agree. It, because now we can create something that's going to be more long-lasting. 
And that's essentially what the 40 acres is anyway, is being able to take land and create something in my mind. So, yes, to me, that would be the equivalent of that, investing into the black community. When you look at inflation, it ain't going to be 40 acres anymore. But listen, let them give them millions of dollars. You talk about wealth in the black community, right? The ones that want to have that can take that millions of dollars and create a business. And then those people can then spend with the black people. Right? If they want to buy jewelry, we get some Jewish stores opened up by black people. If they yeah. want to buy cars, let's open up some, some uh, dealerships. Because you're not going to be able to tell people they can't spend their money on whatever they want to because they're going to do it. Absolutely. But that doesn't keep wealth in the black community, right? Because let's that try. It doesn't keep wealth in the black community. I, I, I'm, for, I'm all for, for it. I just don't want it to be here's a check, spend it how you like. I think we need to have some way in which we're investing that in our own communities building it up that needs to be part of the plan we can't just accept the money all right so uh we all heard the news this past week um your boy whose boy is this i think this is a mike boy tory lanes my boy oh my bad that's a little short motherfucker uh (laughs) i just i just got that video into my head where he was doing his interview and he had he had the little legs from uh don't be a menace to society while drinking your juice in the hood, he had the little legs. Y'all didn't see that video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can, I can <laughs> feel my legs. I can feel my legs. But um, so him and him and Meg got into got into something, and um, Meg was shot. allegedly, allegedly. We don't. I'm know not. Say, well, I didn't say that Tori shot her, but we trying to find out what the hell is going on here. Yeah, man. You know, that's what happens when you go to some of those hills parties in California, man. Things get crazy. Well, you you heard uh, Young Buck said it. Most of the deaths are from people shooting themselves. She could have easily shot herself. Well, they did say that uh, they they collected the shells or the casings, and it matched the weapon that was in Tory Lane's car. So maybe he's taking the fall for her. I don't know. But the way she sounded was... Y'all keep putting out these memes about me, but this is serious, okay? I almost lost my life. Hold on. That's how she sound? Yeah, that's how she sound. Oh, mm. <laughs> uh, she country. I didn't realize she was this country. Um, honestly, I don't really care about Meg Thee Stallion. I do wish her a speedy recovery. If Tori did shoot her, good for him. I don't know. What? Good for him? <laughs> <laughs> that nigga career is over. Yeah. <laughs> what just happened? Nah. That that nigga has just become the real life. Uh, what's his face from Harlem Nights? Small man complex. <laughs> oh, uh, well, he shot sure. her in the foot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Eddie, Mur- Eddie Murphy's character. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, that 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 situation escalated very quickly. Okay, I don't know how you end up accidentally shooting somebody, a big star at that. That you know these these rich white people are invested in. In the foot. <laughs> I don't know the most important part. Right. Why people are surprised. I don't know why people are surprised. Motherfuckers be wanting these these quote unquote hood ass aggressive ass niggas and then be surprised when they do some hood ass uh, aggressive there ass shit. It's triggered. It's triggered again. But, but <laughs> not triggered. It's just common but, sense. It's but not, not only that. Not only that. If it was Magda Stallion and it was Tory Lanez and it was apparently Kylie Jenner. Yo, where's the footage of this shit? Oh, somebody, somebody Kylie gotta, Jenner. If Kylie some, Jenner was involved, there would be never be any footage. <laughs> he would not see that shit at all. Somebody gotta have the footage of this. Like I just, I just don't understand, man. So. Uh, OG said he's five three, one hundred and thirty pounds, and he's built like a bad bitch. <laughs> <laughs> 
OG's on one. He on yeah. one because he, he can't get on the mic, but he on yeah, one. He is. All right, so we're going to end uh, Not So Rapid Fire with a couple of IG posts. Uh, the first one we're going to talk about is our post where we posted up some sexy lingerie for men. Uh, and as far as I'm concerned, lingerie and men don't go together unless women is in between. Y'all wasn't feeling that? Like, y'all no. wasn't feeling that? <laughs> no. Anyway, men, I, men ain't wearing lingerie, yo. Like, I, I tried to tell my wife. We talk, Me and my wife talked about this. I said, the only type of lingerie I'm wearing is butt-ass nakedness. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not wearing lingerie, you know. Are y'all wearing? Are y'all putting on some lingerie? We posted. We posted I an mean, example of that is, on the on the on the uh, yeah, IG. That, that, Would y'all wear that? No, but what I want to know is like silky short boxers. Is that considered lingerie? Like what is considered yes. lingerie for men? They got silky short boxers. You got the lacy boxers. You got the. I would wear lacy, those. You got the lacy shoes. <laughs> lacy like, I'm, I'm just not wearing <laughs> nothing up my ass. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's it. But I'll wear some sexy lace boxes. You know what I mean? Some sexy lingerie so, boxes. So yeah. the question, since apparently I even we're cover all in, my nipples if you want me all to. All the relationships. If your wife asks you to wear, or sorry, if your significant other asks you to wear lingerie, are you wearing it? Go, a hey, Mike. Yes. Like the great. Not that bullshit. <laughs> That's but not what he asked you. I'm, 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 also, I'm, I'm also pretty sure my wife doesn't like that bullshit, but if it's very right, that's like... <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. You're not just going to have me say yes to bullshit. <laughs> Everybody had a chance to talk about it. I'm just going to come up and be like, oh, yes, I wear lingerie. No. I'm only wearing lingerie if it's what I deem is okay. Okay. Okay, that could be crazy to other people, but all right. Young Buck? Yeah, that's a yeah. fact. Hell yeah, and I'm showing up at her house in a trench coat. Nigga, fuck you talking about? <laughs> uh, is that right? That's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, I had that image in my head now, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, st- I'm starting to understand, understand why your relationships go the way they do. <laughs> Y'all said in a trench coat. No. <laughs> All I can think about is Boomerang when she popped up with a trench coat. That's nasty, yo. Yeah. That is nasty. You're going to have some G-string wearing panties. <laughs> right. You got a yeast infection in your booty hole? Because I feel like that's we what happened. We, we need to stop. We are not the same, all right? <laughs> we need to just stop, yo. Men and women are not the same. They were and not, that's and, okay. And I agree with you. Like, I don't think that lingerie for men should be a thing. I don't think it is a thing. And I think that women should stop trying to dress men up in women clothes. Like, I just don't get it. Well... The problem is some of these artists wear women clothes, and so that's where it comes from. Prince used to wear women clothes. You got those two short niggas. What's their name? Um, I forgot their name, but the, the R&B group, they, they be wearing heels and women clothes too. So. But you know the difference? Prince is still your bitch in her heels, okay? There's a fucking difference between how Prince dress and how everybody else does. But I digress. I'm, I mean, niggas is wearing blouses. Everybody ain't Prince. That's true. Everybody that's true. ain't Prince. Yeah, so... I guess we do things our women want us to do, so that might include wearing lingerie. Uh, I guess the, my question for y'all is, and we posted this on the on the page, was you know, does that mean your wife comes first because, or your your significant other comes first? Uh, whatever she says, you you gonna do? Um, 
I fucked that shit all up. My bad. Yes, you did. <laughs> what? I was, what? I was, I was, what? I'm trying to ask y'all. I'm trying to ask y'all a question. Who comes first in y'all life? We posted this shit on the chat. We got a lot of what different woman, answers. Right? This is another right. topic. Okay, got it. Right. What woman comes first in your life? We got a lot of different answers. Um, and I was surprised that most of the men didn't say uh, their wife. Well, you got or, mm-hmm. or, or I'm not. Were they married? <laughs> like, if niggas is not married, why, you can't expect them to say wife. They might not understand what that means. So, so you're saying wife. Why is that? Well, I'm saying wife because you leave your mom and your dad when you meet your, your wife, right? Before you have a child, it's always you and your wife. When your child gets older and leaves that house, it will be you and your wife. You know what I mean? So it's always going to be your wife or in the opposite way, your husband. You're just going to steal my answer here? No, nigga, what? I didn't know you was going to say that. you just going to steal my answer? We'll talk after this. That's <laughs> worse for you. So yes. I agree with uh, A. Mike Boogie. It's your wife for those reasons. She is your life partner. She has to come first because if she comes last, she will not end up being your life partner. Or she, will make your life, she will make your life a living hell. That's a fact. So, young buck, since you're not, you don't have a wife, who comes first? In the words of the great queen, it's just me, myself, and I. No, fuck that. Myself. I mean, it's not an option. You're not answering the question. Yourself was an option. Is it your wife? What woman in your life comes first? Mother, your sister, your baby mama, your cousin, your friend. Oh, damn. Who comes first? What woman in your life comes first? My mama. I mean, I'm not married. If I'm married, then it's, it's my wife, but I'm not married. Tell my mom. That's the, that's the right answer. Yeah, that is the right answer. That is the right answer. And I hope for, women understand for that. For now. If I'm not married to you, you are not number one in my life. It doesn't mean <laughs> that I love you any less. Yeah. Like, it don't mean that I love you any less. And then for, for all the women that were close to me before I was married, I'm married now. You are not number one in my life. It don't mean I love you any less. That's just how shit goes. God you, your wife, ain't nothing about no cousins, no mother, no baby mama, no daughters. Yeah. I was going to say, who else is on that list? Because uh, to me, the baby mama comes last ever. So, oh, yeah. so, so, so what's the next order, right? The wife comes first. What's the next order? We got daughter, mother, sister, baby mama. What's your daughter, the next order? Your daughter. Your daughter. All right. Wife, daughter, mom, wife, sister. Daughter. Your mom. So, so Mom, I, I sister, do a whole bunch of women in the world, and then baby mama. No, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't. I'm not going to say baby mothers last, just because you want to make sure you have a good relationship with your baby mother, so that you guys can Dude. co-parent well. Right? You don't, you don't really have to, though. You do. It's, it's no. <laughs> gonna make your to. life a living fucking hell. That's the thing. That that that's when the problem becomes the thing. But you don't have to have a good relationship with with her for you to co-parent well. You don't think so? You don't you have to. Yeah, it's a different I, conversation. So yeah, I, yeah, it's it awesome. is. But it I agree. Except yeah, it doesn't matter. Honestly, <laughs> the, the way that I'd be seeing these baby mamas act up, they better be somewhere in the top five or something. They have to if be. Don't, if you don't want no problems. Like, the way they be acting up, if, if you don't want no problems, they got to be in your top five. Yeah, man. Sister might have to go after baby mother. Yeah, it might go wife, daughter, mother, baby mother, then sister. You only got no sister, so you don't know what it's like. And if you still, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) 
And if, you, and if you're still trying to get it in with your baby moms, you got to keep it close to the vest. So she might go number fuck. two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's number one when nobody's watching. That's a fact. Y'all niggas is tripping because if a fire break out, she going to remember how she put your ass on child support real quick and tell that bitch to burn. <laughs> You say, no, no, that's a very good point, right? That's a good point. Sorry to make drag this out any longer, but if there's a fire in the house and there are all those women in the house, who are you saving last? You are saving that damn baby mama and don't lie to me once. You are. If, you if, you don't have a, if you don't have a good relationship with her, you don't want her making it out. Man. It, remi- it reminds <laughs> me of, listen, this reminds Come me of on. power. Are you okay with allowing your child's mother to die? I, I don't know, man. That's tough. Let me oh, tell but you okay I, with your mom and your sister dying? No, I'm just trying to save everybody. Nah, no, who that. are you saving last? <laughs> I don't want to participate anymore. No, this is, <laughs> this is, this is how the thought process is going to be for eight. Like, I got my wife, I got my child. Man, shit, fuck that bitch. That's $1,500 in my pocket. I'm buying my wife. <laughs> That's exactly how you going to do, man. Okay. I know, man. It's, it's, yeah. I, I do want to say we put it on record. The black men on record said their wives. That's true. We did. They're, they're, they're black wives. They're black women true, in their black. life. Just want to point that out. And we are being facetious, but shout out to all the baby moms. Yeah, baby That's moms. A fact. I'm not baby I'm moms, moms. at your funeral. <laughs> Damn, nigga. Damn, okay, young buck. You're about to be single soon. Anyway, uh, last, last, last uh, IG post we're going to talk about. Uh, this one actually came from OG Bobby. Uh, basically, this young, this gentleman was dating this girl for past five years, and he happened to go through her phone and find out that she got a video having sex with another guy. Now, we don't know if that video was before, during, or after him, but my question to y'all, how are y'all handling this situation? Like, What are y'all doing? Well, <clears throat> for me, I'm, I, I don't think I'm going to overreact. I need to understand what the fuck is going on. So I need to figure out when this video is recorded. Once I figure that out, then we can, we can have a conversation. You know, um, if it, it was recorded before we got together, the question has to be like, why are you still holding on to this? And then if I happen to watch the video, I might be like, why the fuck are we not doing this? You know what I mean? If she's doing some outrageous shit. But no, all seriousness. Um, it's just a matter of finding out when the video was recorded for me. They've been together for five years, right? And the video was in the hidden folder. Listen, man, if you seek, you shall find, man. That's you fact. went into the hidden folder? Right. You so, thought you were I just find. happened to <laughs> fall across this. It was in the no. hidden folder. Hidden folder. You decided to click on the hidden folder. Now, I mean, if the question, right, if it was during us, yeah, you got to go, lady. You really got to go. But if it was before... I would just have to take that one on the chin, I'll be honest. Yeah, you, got you know to. what I'm saying? Got like, because, you know, she had a past. She knew she had a past when you got with her. I mean, qu- quite honestly, I would like to believe he asked all those key questions before getting with her. Because I feel like in this day and age, those are some of the questions you have to ask. Do you have a sex tape? Are you on Pornhub? Just so you can prepare your mind to determine what you're going to do with that person once you're with that person. Absolutely. I, I honestly, I, yeah, I agree with everything you guys said. And, before I get into a relationship, I do want to know because if you got pornos, if you on Pornhub, if you got sex tapes, I need to watch all of them. 
Wait, wait, wait. Not find out. You got to watch it. I did not know that's where you were going. You're such a masochist for real, yo. Not just find out about him, but you got to watch it. I got to watch it, yo. I agree with that nigga, man. I got to watch it, yo. Because I don't want to be sick. First of all, yo, if you're doing shit with that motherfucker, you damn sure better be doing that shit with me and some, yo. That's what I was saying. It's not the same because they do different things at different times of their lives. And they I tried it out and they probably didn't like it. And they're right. not going to do so, it yet. Right. You know, but you got to try it out they with me. They in their 20s and they're getting their 30s. <laughs> no, ain't no play. Is that what's going on? That's how it be. But you got to try it out with me. That's how it be. But you got to try it out with me. I don't mm. really care. But no, if it's before, it is what it is. If it's during, yeah, absolutely. You got to go. Um, but the, the catch here is that, you know, they've been together for five years. Like, it don't matter. This person is very special, but they're not moving in that direction. What if she did this as a way of just acting out and rebelling? Like, I'm trying to take it to other places that you're not trying to take it. And this is my only way to, to show you that. Then take it with them niggas because it's a rap us. Hold on. Hold on. Listen, listen real quick, right? Because it's not like she just cheated, right? It was recorded from a POV perspective of the guy, right? Those are the details of that. Huh? You yeah, that means she gives no fucks about you nah, at all. No. She don't give a fuck. Not when we're together, no. Yeah, it goes to show what guys care about. That's that's <laughs> actually a conversation we need to have, yo. What do guys really and truly care about? Yeah, because that shit right there is unacceptable. Like, look, look, as men, there's only one. I actually had this conversation with my girl the other day. I was like, look, I'd be mad if you fuck him. But if I ask you if you suck that nigga dick, you might die. You <laughs> might die. And then, and that's... And why? The big part is a big part for them. And why? Why is that? Yeah. <laughs> why? I don't why? Know, you, you fucked him. You sucked his dick. Uh, <laughs> you ain't gonna kill her. You know what you gonna do? You gonna cry like a little bitch. You ain't had again a back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that shit is crazy. That's always. Yeah. Oh, you was cheating. But did you suck his dick? Yeah, you said you said his voice dropped too, because his heart dropped just like his fucking voice. Like you sucked his dick though, for real. If a woman is smart enough, she knows that that's the worst thing, and she's not gonna say yes. Yeah, yeah, she's gonna because you look like you're willing to forgive the the intercourse, but the moment you say, "But did you suck his dick?" She better think quick and say, "No." Oh shit! Oh boy, it's crazy. This is the fun part. Oh, like I said, and and the flip it, OG Bobby said he still got. Uh, I hope he. I hope I can say this. He still got his uh, sex tapes, but he'll never let her find it. Wait, wait, wait! I don't think you can say that. Block that shit. <laughs> we got that. No, I don't know. <laughs> All right, so that does it for not so rapid fire. Uh, that shit was actually pretty long this time around. That, that's why it's called not so rapid fire. But we gonna go into shout outs, and I got the first one up. So we are gonna shout out Theo Shaw. And if you don't know Theo Shaw, Theo Shaw was one of the boys from Genesis. Um, and Genesis was a group of boys. I can't remember what state it was. It was one, of, I think it was, Al- maybe it was Alabama. It was a state in the South where um, they basically beat up a kid um, and were being charged with like murder, attempted murder of this child. Um, I think he eventually he did some time in jail or juvenile. But anyway, Theo James, after all that he's been through, um, was sworn in, was recently sworn in as a lawyer. And so I just want to shout him out because he didn't let this situation hold him back. And this is this is really a testament to what what um, 
to those that feel like we should abolish the justice system or testament to those fighting for uh, less sentences for black people because, you know, jail is supposed to be a system in which you reprise people, you give them an opportunity to atone for the mistakes, but then, you know, come out a better person. And he showed that and he's going to be fighting for a justice system. That, and that, I guess you could say, kind of looked out for him, although it didn't. Uh, but shout out to Theo James, sorry, Theo Shaw uh, for becoming a lawyer. Yeah. And one thing to note there is that <clears throat> there's an ethics committee that you have to go past too in order to become mm-hmm. a lawyer. And if they don't feel like you're ethical, you can't make it. So I'm glad that they were able to that's, that. That's that a bit is, ironic. That is very, very true because, you yeah. know, it's one of those things is like a lawyer getting certain type of uh, like things on their name. Like a lawyer can never drink and drive while they're in law school because they'll never become a lawyer after that, right? Yeah. Those certain things are frowned upon. Yeah, so. but how ethical that's a whole nother conversation. But how so, ethical all lawyers anyway? That's uh, why they have to have that just to make sure that they are. People can get past it all they want to. So yes. Well, what I sh- shout out to him though. Uh, that's pretty dope. Um, and I hope you know he takes that this opportunity and, and, and makes a big difference um, in the black community. I think the next shout out is mine. So with all that's been going on in the in the United States of America, uh, a lot of high school athletes have decided that they are going to take their talents to HBCU. So I want to shout out the following um, uh, black high school athletes who have decided to commit to HBCUs. McCurr Maker, who's a five-star center, has decided to commit to Howard in the class of, uh, coming out of high school in the class of 2020. And he chose Howard over schools like UCLA and Kentucky. Uh, Shout out to him, Cameron Fields, uh, who's a University of Texas delivered picture. He transferred from uh, UT to Texas Southern. So shout out to him. Uh, Shadir Sanders, who is the son of <clears throat> Deion Sanders, four-star recruit, um, ranked 41 overall in the country and a top 10 quarterback, decided to commit to FAU, Florida, Florida Atlantic University, over his dad's Florida State University and other schools like Alabama as well. Uh, so shout out to Shadira Sanders and Nate Tabber, who is a four-star forward. Uh, he committed to Norfolk State uh, after previously committing to St. John. Uh, so shout out to Nate Tabber as well. Shout out to all these young men who are actually walking the walk and making the change and trying to make uh, historically black colleges and university uh, a powerhouse for sports. That's dope. Absolutely. I don't think we're going to see the impact of this for years to come. We may not realize the significance of the decision that they've made, um, but I hope that we definitely see more of this. And I do want to correct myself on my shout out. Jenna, Louisiana. I knew that. Jenna 6, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Duh. So, um, yeah. And, but, but so also with this, like, I do want to implore, like, I don't know if they're listening, but implore some of these HBCUs that the moment that they get those uh, top recruits is to create a marketing campaign around them. Do the same thing that uh, Dwayne Wade was doing back then and the same thing that Derrick Rose was doing back then and say, hey, LeBron, boss, come play with me, right? Mm-hmm. They should have these people out there saying, yes. Yo, come play with us. Create a marketing campaign around that because all you need mm-hmm. is a couple, right? It's a basketball yep. team. You just need four more. Right? Shit, and then and now they're right. competing. Don't shit the bed with this. Like, yeah, absolutely. Don't, not. don't shit the bed with this. And, well, and, I, I and, think, and we also need other we also need other black people in the community to support these. I, I think some of the kids are doing that. Isn't that what Deion, Deion Sanders' son did? Um, he's going to school with 
Yeah, he just mentioned that. Yeah, but that's what he did. So, so yeah, oh, him okay. and another player are going to school together. So, so yeah, that, no, that's that's dope, and you know, that's that's the way it was in the seventies. If you go to um, Morgan State University and you look at, um, you go in the gym and you look up in the wall, you see a lot of these big time athletes that uh, went to school and had a lot of pride in going to HBCU and you know let's hope it goes back to that because you know it's a dope thing to to play in your community Jerry Rice went to HBCU yeah so yeah that, that, that's Carol always did too I'm not sure but yes that's dope I, I want to give a shout out and we might have done this um, before, but uh, my wife is in the service business, and right now during COVID nineteen, you know she's pretty much putting her life on the line by going back to work. And there's she's not the only one. So shout out to all the people who who are in the service business who are putting their lives on the line to continue to work. One because they have to um, support their family, and two because you know they they have clients that they want to um, keep coming in. So yeah, shout out to them, especially all the black businesses. Let me put make be clear with that. Yeah, Young Buck. Y'all got him off of me. OG. In in light of um, <clears throat> in light of some of our discussions today, I do want to shout out uh, Black Lives Matter. I don't know if you guys know that um, Black Lives Matter is. As, as is a movement, right? Black Lives Matter, but it's also an organization. Um, and they have several different, uh, air, several different headquarters that have their own mission. One of the knocks on them is that as an organization, they're, you know, that whole black supremacist thing that Tay Cruz is talking about. But they have a hashtag, um, Black Lives Matter, hashtag what matters 2020. And it's, it's interesting. I've never really been on that page, but I went on that page to read it. And I do want to read what, what they said. Uh, Wait a minute. There. So this is a shout out? This is a shout out. Okay. Can I not shout out Black Lives Matter? No, you can, but this sounds like it's about to be long-winded. No, it's not long-winded, right? Um, All right? Go ahead. Black Lives Matter, What Matters 2020 will focus on issues concerning racial injustice, police brutality, criminal justice reform, black immigration, economic injustice, LGBTQIA+, and human rights environmental injustices, access to healthcare, access to equality, education, and voting rights and suppression. So for those that say that this is a hate group, for those that say that this is a black supremacist group, they're about equality and working with those in political office to hold to those things that they say they're gonna do in the black community. That's the other thing is that Black Lives Matter supports and allies to the polls in the 2020 U.S. presidential election. So they want to push people to the election. So I'm shouting them out so that people who may not know what they truly stand for have an opportunity to hear what they really stand for versus the BS that you hear about them uh, all over the internet and the airwaves. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's dope. That's pretty dope. We probably should have made that like a main topic to dive deep into it. But yeah, that's dope. Another topic for another day. All right. Uh, anybody else got anything to say before we wrap it up? Well, shout out to our listeners. Um, first and last time. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, shout out to everybody who always leaves a comment. We do read your comments, even though we may not uh, respond. Shout out to everybody that's on our IG that participates in all 
you know, the stuff that we put out there, our talk Tuesdays or Tuesday talk. Alternate Tuesdays. Yeah. Uh, surveys that we put out there, all that. We really appreciate you guys participating in that. And we definitely use that um, as topics. So shout out to you guys for doing that. Go shout ahead. out to all the fellas out there that wearing lingerie for their women. No doubt. No doubt. God bless French you. Folks. Yeah. Dope. God bless for y'all. Yeah. But uh, this was the... Everyday Bullshit, I mean the EBS Podcast, episode 72, and we out. That wasn't so subtle. Not at all. Peace. <laughs>